Hey y'all, welcome to Life Coach BFF Show. Do you want to confidently parent your teen while remaining sane and still finding joy in your everyday? Do concerns of their safety, mental health, influences of social media and the ACT, as well as the act, frighten and keep you awake at night? Following a move, finding myself lonely, isolated, and drowning in the realities of parenting teenagers, I felt completely lost and depleted. After a year of sitting in loneliness, I knew it had to stop. I transformed my mindset to something I call living on green, and I'm going to teach it to you. In this podcast, we're giving all things to God, find beauty in the brokenness, triumphs through the trials of parenting teens, all the while finding joy in establishing balance. I'm your new BFF, Heather, and you're not lonely anymore. We're in this together. Get your axe spray out, pick up those dirty gym socks, put your lip gloss on, and let's do this. Hi, friend. Welcome back for season four of Life Coach BFF Show. I am your host, Heather Petty. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be with me. Today, we have the pleasure of getting to know Miss Tennessee 1988 and the host of Disney's Countdown at the Neon Armadillo, Carrie Folks Strang. So grab something to drink, put your earbuds in, and let's go. Well, hello, Miss Carrie Folks Strang. How are you? I'm doing well, Miss Petty. How are you, HP? Oh, well, I'm happy to have you. This is going to be you. a good time. I, can't, I know. I can't believe we finally worked it out. We've had some technical difficulties, but we're we're here. Yes, we have a little bit of technical difficulties. I'm not that savvy. Oh, yes, you are. If you're a former Miss Tennessee, you're pretty savvy. Yes, they never required us to do anything technical or you know, I was never required to Zoom or anything like that. So this, the, although I've Zoomed, we, we've, if you've been through COVID, you have Zoomed. Yes, you have. <laughs> you so. have definitely Zoom. Okay, so let's talk about this pageant. So what, what was that like? I mean, I can't even imagine being in the Miss Tennessee pageant, must, much less the Miss America pageant. And I started thinking about you, Carrie, I watched you and didn't even know you at the time. Isn't that, do you know what's funny as well? My husband, Jeff, is from the Atlantic City area where the Miss America pageant is. This, this is really crazy, strange. Okay. So he is from the Atlantic City area. He's from Ocean City, New Jersey, which is right at Atlantic City. And he was there and he worked on the boardwalk because, you know, he's in the casino industry and he's a gambler. <laughs> he's, he's in marketing. Makes me think of a, about the Kenny Rogers song. You got to yes. know when to hold them, know when to phone them, baby. <laughs> right. right. And, but anyway, he was there, his uncle or, and his dad, as a matter of fact, his dad drove in the parade, you know, the shoe parade where you decorate your shoes and they said, let me see your shoes. That's a big Miss America thing. Well, I did. I did you don't we don't wear shoes in Tennessee so I was barefoot so mine was really easy I didn't have much preparation in that capacity but I know he was there she his aunt and mother had all these Miss America books and had all my information so it's really really bizarre the people that see you that you don't even know at the time uh-huh that is so bizarre when you think about it it really yes, is but it was a mere 
30 years ago. So it was just like yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> sister. It was yesterday. 30 was years, girl. Just 30 a couple, years. Just a couple of years ago. Yes. Just a couple. Just a couple. Okay. So tell me what it was like because at that, when you were in that pageant, I was sitting, probably sitting there thinking, wow. Like in your diaper. No. <laughs> I was no. sitting in my diaper. <laughs> no, in 1988, I was a junior in high school. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I really right. was. I was. I was putting some thought into it. So, what was your platform? I was. You know what? It was different then. We didn't necessarily have platforms, and we they they were more. It was more where it was spontaneous. When you got your question on stage, you had no idea what they were going to ask. It it wasn't about platform. We still wore swimsuits. <laughs> and you know but mine was mostly Heather just let me digress just a little bit and I don't want to get too lengthy on this but when I went to the Miss America pageant or the Miss Tennessee pageant even before that I was under the same business management as Garth Brooks it was Bob Doyle Midsummer Music he was a publisher and a manager in Nashville and um I uh had great management Garth wasn't big yet. He was he was just a friend of mine that very talented. We we sang demos together. He wrote demos. I sang the female version. He sang the male version. Uh, he wow. was married to Sandy Brooks at the time, and we were just all poor and happy and hung out. And his actually his guitar player Ty England, who later also had a record deal, lived with him at the time, and they had Sasha the dog. It was just like a fraternity. It was really, it's almost surreal right now, just bringing all these memories up because it was just so great, but so unusual. And it just proves that you don't have a lot of money to, to you don't have to have a lot of money to have just a fantastic time. And life was so great. But so I was with uh, Bob Doyle Management. And I remember when I went to, to the Miss Tennessee pageant, we had to have an evening gown speech. And I, I was, it's not that I wasn't prepared. I just never was really a, a pageant person. So I wasn't all well-versed like everybody else had had their whole wardrobe laid out for since they, they were in sixth grade, you know, right. <laughs> I was just more fly by night, but I called Garth. We, we stayed at Lambeth college in Jackson. That was our dormitory during the pageant. And I called Garth from the hallway phone and I was like, Oh my gosh. I said, I am Miss Congeniality. So they had to tell me that I was going to be on live TV. They didn't tell me I was in the top 10, but they told me that I'm going to have a really quick dress change because it's live television. So I'm like, I've got to have an evening gown speech. And he's like, okay, let's work on this. He's like, and I sang the, the Patsy Cline standard sweet dreams. And um, he's like, all right. So my name is Carrie Strain. Uh, I'm a junior at the University of Tennessee. I, um, Oh, okay. We'll use this. My name is Carrie folks, but I'd like to thank you folks for helping make my sweet dreams come true. <laughs> is that what you said? Cheese. That's what I said. <laughs> Cheese. Yeah. And so thanks, did thanks the, for the G man. Did the crowd go wild? They were really they like, did. And I was so Southern. I was like, my name is Carrie folks, <laughs> but I'd like to thank you folks for helping make my sweet dreams come true. And everybody was just like, like, you could kind of hear a all oh, like was it all oh, like she's so cute or oh bless her heart. <laughs> so funny. It was funny. It that was funny. So and funny. I was miscongeniality. That that means so much. When the, oh. the other ladies 
choose you. To, I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty high honor to me. So. I mean, that's huge. So what, okay, let's back up. How, if you were not a pageant girl growing up, Which how, I, I wasn't, you weren't, okay. I, I, how, I thought I slipped that in. <laughs> well, you did, you did. So I'm trying to put all this together. I'm trying to use this brain, <laughs> these two okay. neurons that I still have firing. That, okay. have two? I have two left with four kids. I have two neurons left. Okay. So <laughs> you were not into pageants growing up. But then you're now you're Miss Tennessee. So how, you know, and then you, you're at in the Miss America pageant. So how did this happen? How did you end up as Miss Tennessee? Okay. Well, all right. This is so fun. Okay. Ernie Lynn, Loretta Lynn's son. Okay. You follow me here? Played in my band when I was 17, 18, whatever. He's he, so talented. So talented. He plays with her now. He's He's guitar. He could play anything with strings. It's it, it just amazing. In, incredible singer, incredible performer. And so I was performing at in Humphreys County, where I'm from. Woohoo! <laughs> What's that uh, population? Well, shout out to Humphreys <laughs> County. Uh, shout out. Woo -woo. Uh, and uh, I was performing at the fair there, and Ernie was, was in the band, and uh, Ernie, Ernie was known to to throw a couple back Heather if you know what I mean he was, I know. He was just we'll just say he's just thirsty but uh <laughs> so there were there were people there because of the, the Miss Humphreys County pageant and that there were there were people there that that represented the Miss Tennessee pageant and a lady named Linda Webb from Savannah Tennessee was there and she was like have you ever thought about being in pageants and I'm like oh no I I walk like a linebacker I'm like no but I'm just no I would have had to start way before now <laughs> And she's like, she's like, well, you, you sing really well. You, you carry yourself very well. And you, and you, you have a great audience, a good banter with the audience and you're, you're great on stage. And I'm like, no, no, no. Well, she talked to my mother. So Carolyn, she got, a, she got a hold of Carolyn. <laughs> and so they started talking about the scholarship. The Miss Tennessee program or the Miss America program is the biggest women's scholarship program in the world. And so, you know, so I, I wanted to go to Belmont University and it's, uh, it's a little pricey. So yes. uh, I entered and I entered the Miss Bluegrass Festival in Savannah, Tennessee and won and then went to Miss Tennessee. And uh, there, I mean, it was like pow, pow, pow. Wow. I mean, I know. <laughs> I can't even imagine. And yeah, so was, you, you were in top 10 in this yeah, Miss America. I, I, I was a non-finalist talent winner. And I, uh, which I won talent. So I was invited to do a tour abroad called the uh, Miss America Troop, which is a USO tour of the troops for, I can't remember, it was, it was a long time. It was, it was a couple of months, but when you're 19, 20, it seems like years, you know, we were gone. We should go into, we went to uh, all over Asia, um, Guam, the Commonwealth of the United States, you know, anywhere, uh, uh, Cuba, Lord, Turkey, I believe in this one, Egypt. Um, we were all over, all over. And uh, it was great singing for the troops. And we did this, this uh, choreographed show and uh, with seven other uh, pageant with the seven other states. And they're still my friends. We, we stay really, really close. So just amazing, amazing women. And <laughs> it was so much fun and such a highlight in my life. And I remember when they asked me to go and, and I, I was talking to Bob and Garth, Bob Doyle, and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I've been invited to go on this Miss America tour. I said, it's, it's a really good honor. I'm like, but 
what if you get famous while I'm gone? <laughs> Spoken straight from that, straight from the lips of a 19 year old, 20 year old. And he's like, I, I would give anything to be able to do a tour like that, Carrie, you are absolutely going. And sure enough, while he, while I was gone, he, he did amazing, amazing things. And it all started from there. And I'm proud to say that we're still friends and Trisha as well. So. Because you went to college with Trisha Yearwood. So she was I, at Belmont when you were there, right? She was. She's she's a few years older than me. So she was basic. She was finishing up while I was there. But we uh, we worked together musically and, and we were friends that way, but not as much in college because she was leaving when I was getting there and stuff. But Music Row, if you're, if you're at Belmont University, Music Row is literally like it's it's perpendicular to, to the university. It's it's right walking distance. It's right in the center of Music Row. So it's very handy if you're a musician. Yes, I've walked it. And what's so funny is it doesn't look like it's a big deal. When you walk down Music Row, I mean, you expect it to be in your mind like Vegas, you know, and it looks like really? a normal, like a grandpa, it's grandma. Houses. Yeah, it looks like a grandpa, grandma street. All the, all the, all the uh, studios, <clears throat> all the publishing companies, all the production companies, everything are, are in old homes, uh -huh. like historical homes in Nashville, beautiful historical homes, uh, but right there, they've all been made up. They've all been gutted and uh, soundproofed and everything. And, and, you know, Alan Reynolds, who produced Garth Brooks, his, his studio was basically right across the street from our management company, walking distance. And it was just an old three-story home that they had gutted and put a studio in. And amazing. It's just, yeah. it's amazing to me. Such, such a, a incredible part of my life incredible Carrie it really is it's incredible I mean you have so many great stories that I, I would love to expand on so you have two boys I do and they're fabulous and their ages are 13 and 16 13 and 16 and Gavin my 13 year old is in your son Reed's class and That's their right. buddies they play on the same football team That's right. small world small world so what what did they say about your former life I mean did they realize all that you've accomplished do you know they this one just tears my sister up they have never seen the film and the footage of Miss me winning Miss Tennessee or my honors for Miss America why we need to get some popcorn and have a carry <laughs> night we'll my sister has said that so many times we but do I, I, we just never, you know, uh, I did a, a TV show for, for Disney as well. And they have never seen any of that footage. They just, they're boys, you know, they're just like, oh yeah. <laughs> and mom did some TV and I showed them a couple of commercials that I did that I sang for because they're kind of funny. Um, yeah, there's, <laughs> that's a whole different cast. For a whole okay, different so cast. tell me, I want to hear about these commercials. So who, who did you do commercials for? Well, I did a lot of casinos. Then this was even before Jeff, so no, no tie there. I don't know how that really played out, but did the lady like commercials? And um, oh, I did some back when they sold CDs on TV. I did a lot of those, and so I was the girl that that ran out of the ocean up to the the uh, uh, convertible Mustang to the buff guy who was probably gay anyway, and. <laughs> And, you know, so uh, I was I was that girl. And then I sang. And then when the producers of those commercials found out that I was singing, I started singing jingles and doing voiceover work. And, you know, how one thing kind of leads to another. And 
Right. You know, so commercials are it. That's pretty cool. Doing jingles and voiceover work is fantastic. Okay. I want to hear a jingle. Do you remember one? Oh, Lord. <laughs> You're oh, my me. gosh. Um, <laughs> let's say, no, let, let's say, oh, um, lady, lady, like, I was they, they, uh, come on, come on and play. There was like a commercial that, and it was like, come on and play. And I'd go, come on and play. And I got on an airplane once. And, and you know how Southwest, the first row used to, you used to face the second row. Do you remember yes, that? Yes. So I was facing the front of the plane and they were two little boys and their mother facing the back and, and they were talking to their mother and looking at me and they're like, the mother said, my sons want to know if you are the come on and play lady. <laughs> and I'm like, indeed I am. So come on and play. Come on and play. I can't, I can't even sing that one. Y'all have to get back to you on that. It's been a while. So you know, the, did the you sing it at going, the time? Oh, I know. I, I know. Play. The two neurons. Um, bang, bang. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're so did, they're struggling. They're struggling. Yeah. They're, they're struggling. struggling. I'm trying to keep them hydrated. Yeah, you have to do that. Do what it takes. So did you sing it for these boys that day? Likely I did. But it was, it was, come on and play, come on and play. And it was everywhere. And it was like, come on and play. And I'm like, if I say it one more time, I will go nuts. But I did all the lady looks, but at the time they were eight, 10 or so. And so I, I traveled back and forth to Los Angeles and to Southern California, I mean, into Southern Florida and a lot of traveling. Okay. So is that how you got this Disney job hosting? No, the Disney job was through the same management that I had with Garth. That was okay. Bob Doyle. Yeah. Okay. So what, tell me about that. Okay. Uh, Buena Vista Television is a big, uh, uh, big production company in, in Los Angeles. And it, it produced shows like, remember Tool Time with uh, yes. Tim Allen? It yes. had that and, and several shows. It's just really, really huge. But it's Disney, Disney based. One of his televisions, Disney Banks. And so uh, they have this countdown television show called Countdown at the Neon Armadillo. And um, I was always told I was, you're too young to sing yet. Just, you know, go ahead and finish college. And you're always too young. You, you start now, they're like 10, you know, but at the yes. end of the day, you know, with Loretta and Conway and everybody, you know, they, they were a little bit more mature. So it's like, just, you know, do this TV show. Let's, let's uh, audition you for this TV show. You know, do that for a while finish college, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. When you start, when you're 12, you know, it gets, you know, it's a little, it doesn't get old. It never got old, but I just kept working and working and working. And I auditioned for the, the countdown at the neon armadillo. Got that. I hosted it with a gentleman named John Burke and we're still really good friends. He is an actor out of New York. So he was out of New York and I was out of Nashville and we commuted to uh, Burbank which we commuted to Burbank. And then when we got to Burbank, we went to Orlando because Orlando is where the show was videoed. So it was, it was all corners of the United States constantly. I mean, just totally constantly, but it was great. It was a, a phenomenal show countdown of the top 10 songs of the week for country music. And we would have those artists on the show, the top 10. Wow. They would, right. They would be on the show and uh, we would showcase them as artists and, it was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. It was a, it was a pretty big deal. And I loved every second of it. 
I, the, the, uh, Bubba Kennedy did my hair and we're still really good friends. He, li he still lives in uh, Orlando and we're still really good friends. So it's just, it's so funny what structures your life, isn't it? It the is little, so strange to me now. It is. I know. And where all the people came from, all, all my people, where did my people come from? You know, Bubba and, and Garth and Trisha and Bob and uh, the Miss Tennessee people and uh, Linda Webb, who was like a second mother to me, the, the one that started the whole Miss Tennessee thing. You know, she was the, the executive director of the uh, Bluegrass Festival, which talked me into doing pageants to begin with, which I never thought would be possible ever. I just, I wasn't. I didn't walk the walk or talk the talk at all. Still don't, but you know, they make fun of that and I love it. It's part of, you know, who I am, but it's been an interesting ride. I look back and it just doesn't seem possible. It doesn't seem like you'd be able to fit all my stories and everything that's happened into my short 30 years of life. <laughs> you know, yeah, I for a 30 year old, I have done a lot. Yes, you have. For for a 30-year-old, you definitely have. I just think it's so neat because I look back, I don't know about you, and I think about I think about what I've learned from each person. Do you ever do that? You look back and you go, and it sounds like something that a 95-year-old would do, but I really do. I mean, I look and I go, I learned this from this person. And they didn't even know that they taught me this lesson. I mean, maybe it wasn't even a big lesson, but the way it impacts your life is just remarkable sometimes. It, it is. That is so funny that you say that because, yes, they, every everyone that has added an intricate part to my life, I mean, there's so so many people some are are of the garth status some are, are of the linda webb status you know some people that you you've never heard of and then some are bigger than life and and but every one in in one way or another impacted my life in such a huge way them equally because it's just amazing and i, I could go on and on and on but it, it's funny you, you you somebody you know you'll have a flashback of somebody that you barely knew but how they could have impacted your life in such a huge way. Yes, it's true. And even, I mean, you're, I think you're like me. I think we're very similar that we, we like to know people and mm -hmm. we like to like genuinely know people and make yeah. connections. And it's not even, it can be the lady at Kroger that right. loads, loads the groceries. You know, there was mm -hmm. this one lady that used to work named Chantel and she was the hardest worker I've ever seen in my life. And always, it's just, you know, always smiling. It's just everybody. I know you feel the same way because you're. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yes. I know. It's, it's, yeah, I think we are a lot alike in that, in that aspect. I, I, amazing. Yeah, Chantel. And, and Chantel, you see her every time you go to, you go to, go to Kroger and, and she works so hard. Yeah. And you think, you know, you get there and you think, man, I've, I've really put in a day today. I have really put in a hard day today and you go and you're like you're like no I haven't not compared to Chantel you know right right it's right. true right. it's I true know. I agree okay so back to the pageant again I want to know about one more thing okay <laughs> all right fine. let's talk about this bathing suit what was I uh, mean I can't even imagine putting on heels so did you have everything taped up is that a rumor or did they really yeah. tape you under but, your top? You and... know, you really don't need to tape as much when you're 20 as you do when right. you're 30. 
<laughs> you know, but uh, or or fifty four. It, it however old you guys happen to be, you know. Right. But uh, you, it, there was a there was a um, a spray. It was called Firm Grip, and tennis players spray it on their hands so that their hands will grip the the racket and not lose a grip when they're all sweaty and stuff. It's called Firm Grip. Well, you spray that on your 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 cheeks, your butt cheeks, and it keeps your bathing suit from riding up. So you spray a little Firm Grip on your butt cheeks and it keeps your your bathing suit from riding up in your butt crack excuse me <laughs> sensor <laughs> but it is what it is i guess if they're going to put it on tv you're, you're you, you can do it you can do right. it do it but um but you spray the firm grip firm grip on your on your booty and it and it helps from that end and ada duckett is a famous she made a lot of the swimsuits if you had an ada duckett swimsuit you had it you had it made. So I had an Ada Duckett swimsuit. It was one of the things that I won from Miss Tennessee. And uh, it was phenomenal. And and we actually had two swimsuits, one that we wore on stage and then one we wore on the boardwalk. And mine was an American flag. It was stars and stripes from the uh, impure down. So from the chest down, it was stripes. And from here up, it was stars uh, with a Navy background. And this was white and red. <laughs> and striped so I looked like a big old American flag walking around up there so it's pretty that was that was pretty neat that you wanted to get the attention of the of the press and okay. sure enough it made the Atlantic City paper and I, I have that somewhere but so the swimsuit it's not as bad as you think because when you're 20 you just yeah. you really don't have that many reservations about you know walking around in your swimsuit and you're all everything's tight and pretty and smooth <laughs> so you're like that ah, I got this now yeah, you just have to, I'd have to, oh. I'd have to on that one. Yeah, I don't even, I, I can't get past shorts and a tutu right now. So if yeah. they don't allow you that, wear then I do I like wear a tutu. tutu. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you have it on now? You no, have, but if I, <laughs> I don't I have really it on. I would like to see your tutu. <laughs> you, where did the scrimmage Thursday? So I, well, it, I wear it at the beach or to the I, pool. You know, not. That's, I'm I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't yeah. normally wear it to football games, but just let's, if I'm gonna swim, let's let's lose the tutu. <laughs> that's that's what my friends have told me that well, I need to well, lose the skirt. I'm your friend, yeah, and yeah. From the bottom of my heart, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to lose the tutu, and to, you know. <laughs> Without, for the love, my love for you. Uh huh. You won't be seen with me in the tutu. In other I, words. I will not. No, you I will not. not. Okay. Even though, oh, I love you dearly. Okay. And I will be seen with you after you take it off, and I'll be fine. But during, okay, we're just gonna, yeah, let's. Okay. We'll, we'll lose the tutu. Yeah. <laughs> no girls' beach trips. No. <laughs> in a tutu, you're not having it. You are not having it, are you, Carrie? You're not having it. Mm -mm. No, you don't need a tutu. You're too cute. Oh, thank you. That's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet yeah. to say that. Okay, so now let's talk about now. So fast forward, you did the Disney, you did all that. That was great. I, I loved Countdown. Countdown was phenomenal. It was so incredible. You, it was so fun. It, I, you, you know, Nashville and Music Row is such a small fraternity of musicians and people. You would think that it was just huge and everybody spread out, but it you're right there. So I knew a lot of the artists that performed on the show already. So I wasn't like stargazed, but it, it was just, it, it, it added a lot that I knew them already because it was like not a first name basis, but they knew me. Um, then it was uh, like Clint Black, 
uh, this was a while ago, you know, Clint Black, uh, Doug Stone, Garth, Toby Keith, um, Trisha, you know, a lot of uh, stars that are still still stars, but they were really, get, you know, getting off the ground at this point in time. And uh, we just established a little bit of relationship. And it's it's so nice to, to know these people and to know them now on the rare occasion. It, you know, I happen to run into them, but it's it's uh, uh, Tim McGraw. Faith Hill, you know, those, those people, uh, Liam Womack, Liam, Liam, do you know Liam Womack? Uh, I do not she, know her personally. Uh, she's, well, I mean, as a singer, she's a really good singer. She okay, was actually she in the Miss Tennessee pageant the okay. year I won. I know. Wow. And she went to Belmont with me as well. So it's, it's a really small world. It, it's, it's really small. It is small. Okay. I have to ask you this though. So you were a singer, you're beautiful. You are a singer and you're beautiful. Yeah. And so I have the moves, Carrie. I have all the moves. Like I was a big one judge. I'm sorry. Did I see those? Yeah. I'll show them to you another time. But I have the moves. I just don't have the voice. I don't have the look. I don't have the looks or the voice, but I've got the moves. So did you have the moves already or did you have to learn the moves? Because I've got the moves. I do not have the moves you don't I can help you with that I am moving you will have to help me with I the can moves. help you I oh my goodness could you help me with the move I am <laughs> I am basically moveless you I, so I'm, do you do the the rock back and forth with your microphone oh no, stand no, and rock no, back no, and I'm forth or what do you do <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have the moves what are you doing like there? the boys and the girls bake great dance you know no yes I, no I I just, when the music is going, I'm a different person, but I, I don't, I don't dance a lot. I just, I, I, I feel whatever it is that I'm singing at that time, uh-huh. but yeah. girls first moves go, mm-mm. Uh-huh. God did not give me the move gene. Okay. So do you take it down low when you're singing? You know how they'll rock it down low and kind of squat down and then pop back no up real fast or anything. No squatting. No, no, no squatting. No. As a matter of fact, I think back a lot of costumes that I wore would not have allowed the squatting position as well. Okay. I would yeah. Burst the seam. But uh, now no, they I just squat anyway. They just do it anyway. It doesn't matter yeah. what kind of costume. They just oh, do they it don't anyway. have seams. Yeah, yeah, there are no seams. Yeah. They don't have yeah. to worry That's, about it. No, they just squat and yeah. Oh, a couple of people come to mind as a matter of fact. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Ooh, there's no yeah. scenes there. Mm-mm. No. For it. No. She's on that wrecking ball. <laughs> that's a no reason not to be. Ball, baby. Yeah, that, that's a reason not to be in the industry now. If you have to get on the wrecking ball, uh uh-uh. uh. No. Amen to that, girl. The last no. time I was on a wrecking ball, I can't, yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay, I, so did you, you sang at the Miss Tennessee pageant over the summer? Uh-huh. what was that I, well, like I hosted it and okay. and I performed as well and uh it was great it, it was fantastic it, it was a lot of of old friends uh back together like we're getting the band back together you know so it was a lot of old friends back together a lot of new friends a lot of girls that were little bitty children that are now adults that came up after the show and wanted to talk I remember when you won I was in first grade and I'm like oh that's so cute move along Move on along, <laughs> but, okay. so but funny. It, it, it's, it was, it, it's very, very neat. It's at the Cannon Center. It's beautiful, beautiful place to hold, to hold the Miss Tennessee competition. And it was great. Now I hosted it last year as well during COVID. And so that was 
a challenge. That was amazing. I mean, you know, barely anybody in the audience. So you're basically performing to a streaming audience and pretending like you're performing for this huge crowd. And so that was new for me. That mm -hmm. was new. So they don't show the audience, but there's really nobody there. And the, the, the audience reaction is kind of piped in and really unusual. But last year it was, it was good. It was a lot better. Okay. Well, do you think when the boys graduate, because this is, this is what I tell moms when I coach moms, okay. I tell them you, you need to go ahead and make a plan for when you're don't start crying. When I say this for when your children graduate and leave the nest, make a plan now and start working towards it. So you have something to think about and do. And progress. Uh oh, she's starting to tear up. Don't do it. So, are you going to sing? Do you think you'll get back out there again when they're? Mm, mm, no, no. Listen, I I put my I have the best run. I've been to Egypt three times. I have seen Korea. I've seen uh, Japan. I've seen Italy. I've seen just about everywhere there is to see, and I am so proud of that and I had a great great time but it is exhausting I look at like Martina and uh in faith and they have raised their children and and done a phenomenal job but I I no I I, I couldn't do it I'm, I it's time for me to rest I started really early so I got my time in and I you know I've sown my oats I'm going to save this and play this back to you because I have a feeling you're going to be singing again, Carrie. I do. Okay. What's going on right now in your world? So what are you doing? You're raising the boys and you have this fabulous husband, Jeff. So tell me what else is going on in your world. Wow. Uh, I work with furniture and I do a lot of work with furniture and I help people decorate. And um, I just, I love to, to refurbish furniture that I find um, I, throughout the state. I go all over the state to find furniture that I think deserves a second chance, like uh, the, the better quality furniture and that they're just not really making any longer and refurbish it and um, bring it back to life and share it with our area and that type of thing. So that keeps me really busy. I do that a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Enjoy. So mm -hmm. do you have a brick and mortar or how do you tell me more about it? How, where do you store your furniture? Well, I have storage units and uh, I, I, I keep them in, I keep it in storage units and I'll just, as I feel it, I'll bring it out and uh, refurbish it redo it and then I will move it on to someone else and let them enjoy it and I absolutely love making people happy and they'll get a piece of furniture that's worth so so much <clears throat> and that maybe otherwise they wouldn't be able to afford and I can help them afford that and make their house beautiful okay. so <laughs> do you what about your neighbors I bet your neighbors are like wow we have Miss Tennessee in our yeah, neighborhood they and... are so excited to have me <laughs> Heather I, let me let me expound on this. My neighbors absolutely love that I live here. Let's see. Let me give some examples. Um, they've called the HOA several times because of my trailer and giving my furniture to these wonderful, deserving people that are so excited to receive it. They don't seem to like that. And uh, 
So they said so they called the HOA who we had a, a nice meeting here last Sunday at my oh, home. No, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we had a beautiful Sunday afternoon meeting with the head of the uh, HOA. And um, did you serve cookies, cake, anything like that? I, no, I, I did ask them, but they declined. Okay. Yeah, they declined my offer of, of snacks or or beverages. And um, yeah, they, they declined. They just weren't receptive to my hospitality <laughs> at all. And as a matter of fact, they had also invited the uh, city of Germantown to come to my home because of my, uh, my furniture habit, hobby. Hobby. <laughs> so yes, it's, uh, it's very, it's, it's really it's kind of hard to believe, to be honest, because uh -huh. I have, you know, I keep a very clean, nice house. I, I don't bother anyone at all. And I never had a clue that I was bothering my neighbors. For one thing, no one has ever said anything to me. I thought that you, you and I are from small towns. So yes. we would expect if someone had a problem, what would they do, Heather? Yeah, they would come to you. Bingo. <laughs> right? You're a genius, Heather. You, that's what you do. You, if yeah. you, if you're, my son has a mowing business. He's 16, has a mowing. He's got the best work ethic. And it, I, I just absolutely love it. If he leaves his trailer on the driveway, they call the HOA. And granted, we know that we're not supposed to have the drive that the, the uh, um, trailer on the driveway for any extended period of time. But my lord, are you supposed to drive it right into the foyer? You know, it's like <laughs> Griffin, you're gonna you're gonna have to park that trailer in the foyer so Betsy and Benny across the street don't get angry again. Just pull that right on into the dining room, honey. <laughs> I mean, you know uh... what I mean? It's like when is there? A, a no rules time you know you pull the trailer into the driveway and it's like six or seven neighbors around me are are salivating ready to call the HOA and the unbeknownst to us you know we did we didn't know it until we get this letter that now they granted I'm going to take that back they have told us that the trailer does not belong in the driveway and we're like you know what we respect that we will keep it behind the house. We have a place that we put put it in the backyard through the gate. Our gate, because it was open and closed a lot, needed some work, needed new hinges and stuff. And he is coming Friday. He's coming Friday to do that. I switched who's doing it. His name is Ty. He's with a fence company here in town. He's very good. I'd give him a shout out, but I can't think of the name of his business right now. But super, super guy. And I come in to fix that. So that'll make that part better. But they came to my home telling me that it was because of the trailer and that and then they can when they get in they throw all this stuff about that I've been selling furniture on marketplace that I've been selling things on marketplace and I'm like so when is that bad everybody in this neighborhood either buys or sells on marketplace they bought for me everybody they bought for me I could pinpoint I can look out this window right here and tell you who's bought for me and you know so yeah. I'm like, when is that you know so apparently they are having a problem with people picking it up at my home which is maybe once every two weeks mm -hmm. HOAs are I did not understand I mean I have had 
I've had some experience with HOAs, with mm -hmm. the condo, but not, I mean, HOAs are serious business in a town but like I, I Germantown. They, you know, I respect, the, I respect the homeowners association. They keep people from coming in and putting uh, statues of pigs in their, my mother and daddy had a neighbor that had three pigs in their yard. And <laughs> They didn't have an HLA in <laughs> our hometown. We didn't, but the pig, they were fine. You know, I, I, uh -huh. They'll keep people from, from doing obtrusive decoration at, within reason, you know, and, and keep their yard nice and that. And I, and I respect that. Right. But I, I just, I cannot believe that the amount of people that come to my house to pick up is a problem. Right. I just, well, I they just, they don't realize you're Miss Tennessee. They do not, they do not After understand today, that. I'm going to have a sign and post it in the yard. <laughs> that way they'll know and they'll, they'll, they won't bother me. Right. That'll make a huge difference. I'm quite sure. A huge difference. I'm going to go with no on that one. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> this lady that was here in my house. She no, doesn't. she doesn't care. <laughs> she, not in the least. As a matter of fact, it might even make her. You you need to move to the country, Carrie. I'm beginning to agree. <laughs> That's we, where we you move in with you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> that that's the plan. Let me call Jeff. Okay, we're going to end it right here. <laughs> All right, we should. Before before I start packing my bags. This is so fun. I have you know, loved this. Nasty, I love you, HP. I love you too, Carrie. Too fun. We'll have to too do it fun. again. We'll have to Come do it over. again. Come yeah. over. Let's go eat or something. That sounds good. And good luck with your HOA. Thank you, girl. Love you so much. <laughs> love you too. Thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or have benefited in any way, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. Also, take a moment and be sure and subscribe because we have a lot of exciting events coming up and you are not going to want to miss out on anything. Come say hello on social media. Stop by Instagram. It's at LifeCoachBFF. Facebook at LifeCoachBFF. And also, we have started a small private group full of lovely women like you. It's called We Are Your BFFs come join. We'd love to have you. Can't wait to see you again next time. This is your BFF Heather from Life Coach BFF Show.